0: Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Going to be taking a break over the next few days on Tuesday and on Wednesday. I am away at the moment, just chilling out, taking a little bit of a break there. So we'll take a break on those two days. But today we're going to be going through our round 16 review and what a round it was. Recording on a different mic at the moment as well. I've got a different microphone. Um, I am not at home at the moment, obviously, so I have to use a different one. No problems there, though, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Welcome to your round 16 review. What a round it was, round 16. Great football played. Very hard week to predict, especially with the tipping. But we'll get to that a little bit later. I will tell you my team of the week for this week. So we have Dylan Edwards at fullback. Thought he played really well for the Penrith Panthers in a winning side. Alex Johnston and Edric Lee on the wings. I had Tolital Cowler and Isaiah Tassi in the centers. Kieran Foran and Nico Hines in the halves. Kieran Foran on Thursday night was sensational. And then Nico Hines, really good performance from him as well. Tom Burgess and COCY Takiaho in the front row with Jeremy Marshall King at nine. Viliami out and Keon kalon in the back row. Adam Elliott at lock. And then I had Selwyn Cobbo, Corey Jensen, James Fisher-Harris and Nat Butcher on the bench with Sam Walker at 18. Really solid team of the week. And all of these guys played really well for their clubs. Let's get straight into the first game, which was Manly v. the Melbourne Storm. Manly getting the win here, 36-30. to The first tip I got wrong during this week. What a game of football this one was. A really strong game here from the Manly Seagulls. Cow Saab having a really good game in this one, scoring two tries each. But it was just a really strong performance from the Manly Seagulls. Lots and lots of effort here and a great win for them. Kieran Foran was the standout for me though, everywhere on the field, really making an impact on this game, really sensational performance from him, and great performance by Manly's outside backs in Cowler, Saab. And Tupoloto and Keala, as well as I said before. Really strong games from all of those guys. And that really helped the Manly Seagulls get this win, lock it down. It really wasn't their night, the Melbourne Storm. Lots and lots of errors, which is not really what you usually see from the Melbourne Storm. Not really that type of organisation. I mean, 20 minutes in, there was a 40-20 kick. And that's what really got Manly on the front foot. In the first half alone, Manly got into Melbourne's end 24 times. That is a huge stat. And yeah, Melbourne just looked shook. They really looked shook. Even Hamole Olikowatu was just tearing Melbourne to shreds. Tearing Melbourne to shreds. That whole right side for the Manly Seagulls. Olakawatu, Cowler, and Saab. Huge games for those guys. But in saying this, at the back end of that game, Brandon Smith, he really came on and turned the momentum around in his 100th game, coming on, getting that strip for Melbourne, scoring that try, really turned the momentum around in my opinion, and after that stage in the game, Melbourne really got into a roll, and that's why it was so close at the back end of that game. It was 36-12 for a long time, Brandon Smith turning momentum around and then Melbourne nearly snatched that game, especially in the dire moments, especially in the last few seconds. Melbourne were about to turn something on in their last set of the game. Luckily for Manly, they defended it. But yeah, with one and a half minutes to go, they had scored three tries in three minutes. I think it was four tries in four minutes just after that, but really, really crazy effort, really crazy effort from the Melbourne Storm at the back end of that game. If they could only have just kept that intensity for the whole game, they probably would have won and by a big margin the Melbourne Storm. Now, the next game was the Knights v. the Gold Coast Titans, and that was a pretty big game as well, especially for the Newcastle Knights. A big confidence booster for them. 38 12 was the score. Big game from the Newcastle Knights, and only their two wingers scoring in Edric Lee and Dominic Young. Dominic Young and Edric Lee having a big game. Dominic Young scoring a hat trick, and I think the first hat trick of his career. And then you got Edric Lee scoring five tries in one game. I think that was a club record from what I had heard, but a big effort there from Edric Lee, and that was his first try before then since 2012. A huge effort from Edric Lee in a big, big game. David Klemmer and Daniel Saifedi through the middle as well, really, really damaging in the front row for the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Mitch Barnett and Tyson Frizzell, like the whole front row, the whole forward pack, for the Newcastle Knights was really, really good. Most of them running over 100 metres, including Jacob Saifidi pushed to the bench at the start of the game, running for over 100 metres, 129 metres to be exact in this game. Huge effort from him. 190 metres for Mitch Barnett as well, 92 for Kurt Mann, 140 for Tyson Fazell. Daniel Saifedi in his return game with 152, and then David Clemmer 198, nearly 200 metres. Dominic Young, 294. Edric Lee, 177 metres in this game as well. Meter eaters in this game for the Newcastle Knights and a big game for them as well. Wasn't Tex Hoy's night with the goal kicking, I'll tell you that for free, but a really big game for the Newcastle Knights. I don't really mind Anthony Milford and Adam Clooney in the halves. I reckon it's a really good contrast, and they played really well together in my opinion. Knights made this one into a really fast-paced game, and it was a really, really good win for them. As for the Gold Coast Titans, though, uh, it was a decent performance. They definitely put a good effort in. Really unfortunate they couldn't get a result in this game, though. Greg Marju, I feel like every time he comes into this side, he scores a try and then he gets dropped the next week. I don't know what's going on there, but Greg Marju, he definitely needs to stay in this side. A prolific try scorer for this Gold Coast Titans side. AJ Brimson at fullback, 209 meters. I think you ought to take the hint there. Stop putting him in the halves. He's a fullback. Now, I tell you what, people are giving David Fafita a lot of shit, and I don't think he deserves it at all. In his return game, 137 meters, 60 post-contact meters, 4 tackle breaks, 2 offloads, 18 tackles, only 2 missed. So, a big return for David Fafita definitely doesn't deserve the criticism he does cop on a weekly basis. I reckon he's a really, really good player. If he does end up getting offloaded to the Dolphins, that will be a really, really good signing for the Dolphins. But a really good game from the Newcastle Knights in this one, talking about this game. Really unfortunate for the Gold Coast Titans. Can't pull together a result. Not really going to get easier for them either. They've got the bye next week, and then they come up against the Brisbane Broncos in round 18. So I'm looking forward to that one. Hopefully the Titans may be able to pull away a result, but I think the Broncos will win that game, to be honest. I don't think the Titans are going to be winning many games this season, unfortunately. The game after that was the Roosters v the Penrith Panthers. Strong game from the Roosters. Really strong game from the Roosters in my opinion. I thought they did really well to stick in that game. Only losing to a full strength Penrith outfit by one try is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive here by the Sydney Roosters. Sam Walker was on point one try in this game and a three from three in the goal kicking uh Nathan Cleary was exactly the same four from four in the goal kicking with a penalty goal as well. so that makes him five from five. really good game here from Nathan Cleary, really good game from Sam Walker especially when he's the sole half in the halves. You've got Joey Manu, who's more of a running 5'8", and you could definitely say that. He kicked for 549 metres, Sam Walker. Huge effort from him, and I couldn't really leave him out of that team of the week. Had to chuck him in there in the 18th man spot. He was sensational, and he's input in the Maroons' camp. Doesn't surprise me one bit. I think he'll do a really good job if selected late. Don't think it's really going to happen. It depends how Cameron Munster goes with this AC joint injury obviously Payne Haas is taking Origin off so depending on the severity of Cameron Munster's one we'll have to see how that goes but Sam Walker I reckon he'd do a great job if he was called in late to that side. I think the game for the Sydney Roosters was very dominant in the middle as well you look at C.O.C.Y. Takiyaho 217 meters 78 post contact meters six tackle breaks one line break one offload 39 tackles and only five missed. That was a huge effort from C.O.C.Y. Takeahoe. Huge effort and he should be proud of that. I think the Roosters as a whole should be proud of that effort. It was a really good effort from them to stay in this game, as I said. Uh, But the Panthers, they were just too strong in the end. Now, the next game right up until the end was one of the toughest games of football. Definitely one of the toughest wet weather games of football, I think I've ever seen. Definitely one of them. Uh, Really, really tough game of football here. Played from the Bulldogs. Really gritty. The forwards were unreal, but the Sharks just too strong in the end. Really unfortunate what happened to Declan Casey on his debut with the concussion. He was walking around the sheds after that, so he is okay, thank God. If there's one Bulldogs guy that I really want to credit from this performance, and he was in my team of the week as well, it was Jeremy Marshall King. Huge performance from him, bit of a kicking game on him as well, but all the other aspects of his game, he was really sensational. One of the best players on the park by far. Really strong performance out of dummy half, and to be honest, I think if he was eligible for New South Wales, he'd probably be in the conversation, in my opinion. He's a sensational hooker, very, very underrated one, Jeremy Marshall King, and some strong performances over the past few weeks. That short kicking game, close to the line, it is a scary thought for whoever he's coming up against. Lots of credit to the Sharks forwards, though. Really strong game from the Sharks forwards, dominant game from them. But as good as the Sharks' performance was, like, the Bulldogs really stuck in this game they really stuck in this game tavita pangai jr josh jackson paul Vaughan, max king and raymond for taylor mariner huge game for these forwards really really tough one as well and we go back to jeremy marshall king and his effort 45 tackles and only two missed that is a huge performance from him i honestly think if the bulldogs make the top eight in the next few weeks Their run is pretty damn good, I think, as well. They've got the bye next week. Then they come up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Then in round 19 they've got the Titans, round 20, they've got the Knights, then in round 21, they've got the Cowboys, then they've got the Warriors, the Eels, the Sharks, and then Manly. So the first few of those games are very winnable for them. If they do win those games, get themselves a spot in the top eight, I reckon there'll be a real force, a real force in this competition. Now the only guy we haven't mentioned here from the Cronulla Sharks is Nico Hines, a really strong performance from him, levelling with Matt Burton's kicking, and actually making Matt Burton look a little bit shook as well. Nico Hines putting up some huge bombs in this game. Very Matt Burton-esque of him. Uh, and really putting the pressure on the Bulldogs. And that's what got them at the end of the day. I think, in my opinion, the pressure was the thing that really got the Bulldogs in this one. Then we had the Cowboys v. the Broncos. This one was quite level at the start. Then the Cowboys in the second half gone on a bit of a roll and got the win here. Kyle Felt, a try on his return game as well. What a narrative. 60 out of 6 in the goal kicking from Valentine Holmes. 4 out of 4 for Adam Reynolds. I think the goal kicking this weekend has been superb. Not many kickers missing many goals either. Two penalty goals here from Valentine Holmes. One from Adam Reynolds in this game as well. Really good game from the North Queensland Cowboys. Scott Drinkwater, Kyle Felt, Valentine Holmes, Peter Hickey and Murray Taolagi. Really good game from the Cowboys back five. With Jordan McLean and Tom Gilbert earning themselves origin spots. Tom Gilbert for Queensland and Jordan McLean starting front row role for New South Wales. Congratulations to both of those guys. Definitely earned their spots. A huge game though. For this Cowboy side, a really dominant Cowboys team at the moment, as well. Even Reese Robson earning himself a spot. In this Blues side as well in the extended bench. And you don't really have to wonder why this Cowboy side. A very dominant one at the moment in this competition. I reckon they make their way to a grand final at the end of the season. I reckon that's how dominant this side really is. In terms of the Broncos though I thought Selwyn Cobo played quite well. 188 metres, 27 post contact metres, 9 tackle breaks, 3 line breaks. And a try for him in this game as well. Really strong game here from Selwyn Cobo. The Broncos' middles put on a bit of a show in this game as well in Corey Jensen and Payne Haas. Unfortunate the Payne Haas won't be available for Origin 3. A bit of a loss there for the New South Wales Blues in the forwards. But the other team, Jordan McLean, I reckon he's going to do a great job as a little starting enforcer before guys like Junior Paolo really have an impact in that game. The next game was the South Sydney Rabbitohs v. the Parramatta Reels. And Parramatta, what happened? What happened in this game? A really, really mediocre and melancholy performance here from Parramatta. South Sydney having a really dominant one in this game. Alex Johnson with 135 career tries, which makes him one of the best. Best try scorers in fact the 13th best which he got on the weekend when he scored two tries in the South Sydney Rabbitohs game I feel like as soon as Latrell Mitchell came back into this South Sydney Rabbitohs side they started to have a bit more momentum in them a bit more confidence and a bit more structure to them as well and when you think of Latrell Mitchell you definitely don't think of structure but he just gave this side so much more confidence letting guys like Cody Walker just excel in this game It was a big game, though, for Latrell in this one, playing the full 80 minutes when people didn't really think he would, ruling himself out of origin as well to focus on the club. That is such a huge selfless act, a really, really good act there from Latrell Mitchell, really showing the person that he's become, the character that he's developed Really, really selfless act there from Latrell and really appreciate that as a South fan, as a fan of the game. Great stuff there from Latrell Mitchell. But not just Latrell Mitchell, but Alex Johnson, Isaiah Tass, Campbell Graham, and Jackson Polo, the South any back five were electric. Tavita totola a big game for him. Tom Burgess for me was the real standout. Tom Burgess, 184 meters, 69 post contact meters, one tackle break, 36 tackles only, two missed. Big effort from him. And a big effort from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. As for the Parramatta Reels, I think this really sums up their season. Really, really inconsistent. And so have the South Sydney Rabbitohs. To some extent, so have the Sydney Roosters. But the Eels have come into some games and had a really good one. And then the next game, they have an absolute shocker. Some real inconsistency there for some of the top teams. Hopefully that fades away before finals time. I would love to see the Eels have a really good red-hot crack in this final series. Now, the next game was the Warriors v. the West Tigers. A strong game here from the Warriors. The West Tigers having a little bit of a shocker, but the referee, in my opinion, didn't really help them there. I'm not really too critical on referees, but this one was pretty bad, in my opinion. Ignoring that fact, though, the Warriors winning their first game at home in two years. A really strong performance from the Warriors. Sean Johnson really coming to life in this game with 103 metres. Marcelo Montoya and Dallin watanis Lesniak, though, they deserve a lot of credit for what they did in this game. Taking front row carries, literally not taking a backwards step, full pace into the defensive line. Taking more hit-ups than the front rowers did, I'm telling you that right now. They were solid in this game. I really enjoyed watching the Warriors play some good football. And really happy for them that they got the win at home in their first game at home in a while. Ronald Volkman was quite good as well. I thought Sean Johnson and Ronald Volkman could really turn into a halves pairing of their own over the next few years. Aden Fanua Blake was sensational in his return game, 163 metres off the bench in 41 minutes of football, really strong performance from Aden Fanur Blake and a really strong effort from the New Zealand Warriors to get this win over the West Tigers. And then the last game, which was the Dragons v the Raiders, the Dragons getting the win here by two points. Really unfortunate the Raiders couldn't sneak away with this one, but the Dragons, a really solid game from them. Amone playing some good football, and Moses Sully going over for a try as well in this one, and then Xavier Savage and Hudson Young going over for a try in this one as well. Unfortunate that the Raiders couldn't convert and couldn't go to overtime, but a really strong performance there from the Dragons, and a bit of controversy as well with the Ben Hunt tackle, but... Putting that aside, 416 meters kicked for Ben Hunt. He really put the pressure on this Raiders side. A Raiders side that was really strong in this game as well. Joseph Tarpany, 156 running meters and 46 tackles with only 4 missed in this game. A huge attacking and defensive effort from him in this one. And he does this every single week. And then Adam Elliott as well, a really strong performance off the bench for him with 136 meters, 44 post contact meters, 5 tackle breaks, 26 tackles and 0 missed off the bench. Really good performance from him, really good performance from both of these sides, the St. George Illawarra Dragons and the Canberra Raiders, but the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking this one. In terms of the tipping I was 3 from 8 which is quite unfortunate and quite unheard of especially with me and tipping that might just be what I get for getting straight 7 out of 8 each week. 3 out of 8 was the score. The only games I got right was the Newcastle game, Penrith and North Queensland. Every other game I got wrong. I tipped Melbourne over Manly. I tipped the Bulldogs over the Sharks. I tipped Parramatta over South Sydney, which was a pretty dumb one, especially since I'm a South Sydney supporter. Uh, The West Tigers, I tipped them over the Warriors, which was quite cruel in my opinion, and I do apologise for that. Uh, And then the Canberra over the St George Illawarra Dragons. So not a good week for me for tipping, and looking forward to redeeming myself next week.